Well, hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Monday, and the markets are, well, they're, they're just kind of not doing much. They're kind of rebounding a little bit from the fall off that we had. But uh, overall, not a good look on the markets at all, uh, really. <laughs> not, not, where we, not where we want to be, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, there, we, we do have ways of dealing with the problem. And uh, let me kind of uh, show you what I've got here. Um, just wanted to talk a little bit about the fangs and the performance or lack thereof uh, performance on the fang stocks. Um, if you look at the fangs since the beginning of the year, look at this. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible uh, performance since the beginning of the year. Google is down 19.59%. Netflix is off 66.61%. Facebook is down 37.64%. And Amazon is down 26.94%. So obviously, at least since the first of the year, the fangs just have not been the place to be in the market. It's just uh, not looking very, very good for them. By the way, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy. I'm simulcasting this on uh, YouTube. Super easy to get there. All you have to do is go to the profile, click on the link, and just scroll down and just uh, we have the live feed from uh, YouTube. So we're, we're live on YouTube right now. Just talking about the FANG stocks here a little bit and just how bad an investment they have been since the beginning of the year. I want to kind of just go down and get a kind of look at them and see what are we going to do from here. But the first one, of course, is Google, G-O-O-G-L. And, of course, they they um, announced a stock split. Boy, I tell you, I don't know if I'd want to be in on this one. Initially, I was very excited about this, but... Uh, not, uh, you know, not really for not not for prime time. That's right. It's not it's not doing very, very well right now. Look at that. We're way, way below that uh, 200 day line. What's starting to happen, I believe, is that because of the down market, we're starting to see what they call uh, what, what they call earnings compression. And what that is, is that, you know, the big the big people that are in a lot of these stocks, they're substituting these for lower PE multiples. And that is really hurting the fangs because, you know, when the, when the PEs were high, it didn't care. Anybody could, you know, you could have a 100 PE or anything like that. didn't matter. Well, the fangs were doing great. But now with the, the overall situation, you, you know, the fangs just aren't doing as well, you know, as, as, we, as we thought they were. Take a look at Netflix. Netflix is another really good example of a stock that has just absolutely taken a swan dive since the first year. It's down 66.61%. Um, and the question is what to do? Well, obviously, of course, if you've been following me, you know that anytime a stock moves down below more than, um, you know, when it, uh, anytime a stock moves uh, down more than seven percent. I'm typically out of it. Um, I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Because uh, as you can see, since the first of the year, the performance has just been wretched. Now let's take a look. Very interesting. And this is why I always talk about this thing called the death cross because uh, this this kind of gives a gives a good idea of what's going to go on. You see this red line as it crosses below that uh, that uh, 200 day black line. Well, that's the death cross, and basically that shows the sign. That shows weakness. Now, as you can see, if we go back to about the February time frame, actually a little bit before, in the second week of January, Netflix showed us weakness, and you can see it just from there, just sixty-six percent, all the way from up here. You know, wow, it's six hundred, and now it's at you know at at, at, at almost a little bit less than two hundred, and you know, and right now I think it's holding on to two hundred but this could go much lower. Now, I'm going to probably be getting ready to do a short on this one because I do think that if we can get a rally, if we can get a few more rally days, then this is going to go lower. But what I'm doing is I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it to catch up to the 10-day line. That's this little pink line here. 
I'm waiting for it to pass up to that 10-day line to get ready to short it. And why? Well, interesting thing is, if you'll notice, since the death cross right here, um, it the, this Netflix has been living below that 10-day line. So my guess is when this 10-day line catches up and it moves above the 10-day line, that's the place to short it. Now, let's take a look at the, uh, let's see if we can get the, there we go. Okay, so we can look at the technicals here. As you can see, we're still, we're still a little bit above that um, that ten day line, <coughs> but we're getting closer. And where we really want to short is when, it, if it possibly, <coughs> excuse me, can 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 move up to that twenty one day line. That would be the ideal place, and that's this green line. So at so what's going to happen is this green line is going to come down, and then we'll get a little bit of a bounce here, probably up to a little bit above two hundred. And then that happens, that's a good place possibly to short it. So that's this is definitely on my watch list to short. Uh, and, of course, you know, there you go. So let's look at some of the other ones. Well, we have Facebook, you know, and Facebook, FB, or Meta, as it's called. That one hasn't done very well either since the first of the year. According to my calculations, I'm, you know, just based on the charts, uh, Facebook is down 37.64% or $127.41. So not a very good, uh, not a very good deal when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to stocks. Again, this one also had essentially the death cross. It had it basically a little bit earlier. It had it right here. There we go. It had it right there. And then basically that showed weakness basically right about the same time, right here in January. Interestingly enough, it's interesting how all these fangs started to show weakness. And it really started to show weakness as soon as we saw, um, you know, we saw the Fed starting to, to get to raise rates. And that just basically killed the market. So this one, well, I'm going to probably look to possibly short this one too. Why? Because as you can see, it's caught up with that, that 21 day line. So this, believe it or not, may also be a good short. And we're looking at it, the 21-day line. We're basically 3% above the 21-day line. So this is not a bad place to short Facebook. Why? Because it's come down, it's readjusted, and it's now it's rallied. We want to see it. Before we, 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 we short, we always want to see the rally happen. And then once the rally has happened and it's over with, that's where to short it because that's where it typically will move down. My guess on Facebook is that it could drop easily this much, which if you look at the if you look at this, it's about 30 to 40 points, which is significant. Now it's rallying up right now. So we're not ready to get an after hours is rallying up. I'm a little bit concerned with Facebook because it tends to be a little bit more volatile. But here's the, here's what's going to happen with Facebook. If you look at the industry that it's in, well, it's in a, you know, it's in this uh, you know, the the internet content area which unfortunately right now is at the bottom of the pack. It's 182 out of 197. So this is kind of, this is setting up for a potentially a very good short. All right. Well, the question is how far below the last breakout is it? Well, it's quite a ways. It's 31% below that. So potentially this one could be shorted. Now, when you're shorting, here's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you short a stock that, probably cannot be taken over. That's that's one of the reasons I'm a little concerned with Facebook. I don't think it can be taken over. It's absolutely giant. But you don't want it because if you do that, then you could get into trouble when, you know, when the stock goes down, it'll be acquired and, you know, there'll be all the kinds of things. But this is another one that potentially is setting up. This is a little bit better right now than, than, um, than, than, uh, uh, than Netflix is. Netflix is sort of, you know, not ready as as ready. Let's look at the other two. Amazon, of course, and that they also announced a uh, twenty for one split, which is amazing. I don't know if they. I think they may regret this because it's not looking good for for Amazon. Um, you know, AMZN, of course, is the and, and this this also potentially can set up as a good short. Now, when I'm shorting. I'm typically not shorting the shares. I'm doing a bear put spread typically. Why? Because you get a little bit more safety that way. And I'm always looking as much as I can for safety on this. Well, let's take a look at um, 
you know, at, uh, at, at Amazon. Now, I had a line drawn in here, and I did get an alert. If it fell below this line, then it's probably going to move lower. And that's definitely indeed what happened with Amazon. Now, I probably will not short Amazon because it does look like people are coming back in to the, to the issue. I'm going to probably put that on hold uh, there. But definitely I'm interested in possibly doing something uh, with uh, some of these other ones. Pro, pro, and, and then uh, primarily with, you know, primarily looking at, at, uh, at, at, at Netflix and, and Facebook right now. But I'm probably not going to do Facebook, so I'm probably going to wait a little bit on Netflix to see if it gets any weaker. Now, it's at 200, and if it can't hang on to that, wow, it's going to be going lower. Let's look at Google. You know, and, of course, Google has good revenues, um, but, again, they have the problem, of course, of this, this, this uh, they have this problem with, uh, the PE ratio. Now, this has fallen, as you can see, and it's but it's still and it's below the the ten day line. I kind of want to see this rally up to possibly the twenty one day line. So I'm watching all of these. But what I want to show you, and this is this is kind of what I think the part of the reason this is happening. If you look at Alphabet, and this is obviously a good idea. You know, look at their numbers. They're good numbers, and and the and the profits are moving up tremendously. The question is. What is their P.E. ratio? Well, the P.E. ratio is pretty good at 22. What I'm looking for, though, are these FANG stocks with bad P.E. ratios. So let's look at Netflix. And, and, and basically what's going to happen, I believe, with a company like Netflix is, and it's already starting to happen, is that they, they, they put in a loss this last, this last quarter. Their sales have been going up, but their subscriber base is going going down. They also have, you know, a PE of 17, which is good, but I want to find ones that have a much higher PE ratio. Now, I did find, and this is kind of off the beaten track, but I did find a stock that I did short today, and it's a very large stock. It's not a FANG stock, but it is a um, Dow stock and a Dow component. I like shorting the Dows because there's a, there's just a lot of reasons, and it's a sales force. It's Symbol on this one is CRM. Let's take a look at Salesforce here. Yeah, and part of the reason I like this so much is that if you'll notice, this is a Dow component. But look at that, look at that PE ratio. It's 37. Wow, that's pretty high. And it's starting to, it's it's in a downward trend, as we can tell. So that's looking good. All right. But it's 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 coming, it's going, you know, and this is this is how this is how it goes. It goes like up and then down and then up and then down and then up. So what you want to do is you want to wait until there's an upward motion. You want to short there and for the leg down. And it does look like this is coming down. This is the weekly chart here. So this this does look like it's uh, it's coming down somewhat. So that's kind of that's kind of my take on it. Just amazing when um, just amazing things that are going on. I just want to reiterate for everybody, the market currently is in correction. So basically, you want to make sure that you do these four things. If you have profits, you want to take those profits now because they may not be around later because we may get a pullback. Also, if you can go to all cash, that's a really good idea right now. Uh, I'm mostly in cash, and I'll show you that in just a second. And it's a good time to build a watch list and then getting ready to short. I'm short several things, and I want to show you those positions basically right now. Um, let's move over to the things that I am short. There we go. All right. Well, these are my bear spreads. <laughs> what do I mean by bear spreads? Well, what a bear spread is is where you buy the upper put and you sell the lower put. And the advantage, of course, of doing this is that you can you can be very effective uh, as the stock goes down. Typically, this, the 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 value of the of the trade will go up. Now, I'm I'm in three of these currently. Now, I just entered the one on CRM today. It uh, at the end of the day, it did pop up a little bit. Not too worried about that. But uh, that one, I, I hopefully it will trend lower, and I do believe it will. So let's take a look at kind of the first bear trade I made on Disney. As you can see, this is the, this is the setup for the for the trade. Now I made this back here. This was a you know basically in you know a few you know in April here, and now that we've come into May, every month, every day that this goes, you see, it moves 
further and further into the green. Now, if this drops just a tad bit lower and, and I hold on to it till the end of May, I will make all the money on this one. Hopefully, I have two contracts on this one. So I could potentially make uh, I could potentially make a $670 on this risk. The risk was $330. And hopefully, if this goes right and it continues on its uh, uh, movement down, this would be the amount that I could make. So that's one of the shorts that we have here. Now, it bounces up and down. Uh, on Friday, it was down a little bit, and it's moved up a little bit. But the general direction is in the right direction. All right, here's another one that I put on Boeing. And sorry, I just did this one last week. So this one, this one is starting to move down. The original risk on this one, $435, as you can see. And the maximum return on this was $565. And hopefully, if this continues, if the if the general trend continues, we'll get right here to basically in June. That's where it will max out. And hopefully. We will um, we will get to there that level. Part of the reason I like doing these spreads so much is that I limit my risk. The maximum risk I can have on this one is four hundred and thirty five dollars, but yet I can make potentially a lot uh, a little quite a bit more than that. If you look at the the return on the trade, a one hundred twenty nine point nine percent return on the trade as long as it stays below this line, and uh, that's a very very good way to go. So this is part of the reason why I like to do the spread trade so much because in a in a in a down market you can have some of the biggest days up so you always want to be careful in that and you want to be you want to protect yourself and that's kind of how I do it now here's one that I just put on it is uh, a trade for the it's a bear uh, a bear put spread on salesforce and uh very easy to you know this one uh, uh, the risk on it, $275. And uh, the stock closed at $177.57 today. And so that connotes with this little mark here. Hopefully, as this thing moves lower, it will have an opportunity to, to, to be in the green here. Now, this, this trade basically has a greater than 50% chance of, 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 um, of success. Part of the thing is that's that it's kind of a little bit deceiving calculation that just shows you as we get closer to the expiry, which is pretty far out here. It's in, it's in July. Um, you can see how this, this, this trades up here. So we can, it can go up a little bit, but probably this is going to go down. And if it does, by the end of that, we will make hopefully a very nice little return on that. Hopefully an 81% return on that risk. So that's kind of the idea behind bear uh, behind spread trades. Part of the reason I'm I'm so I, I so like to do this, of course, is limiting the risk, but I'm also in sync with the market, and that's so 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 important, especially in a market like this. I do want to show you a stock though that I did buy long. I'm not all short, but I did buy one long today, and that was CVX. That is um, uh, that is Chevron. Um, and this tends to be a top performing sector of the market. Uh, and so that's where I was. Now, it's the number two stock currently uh, in terms of its rating. It's got a composite rating of 99, which in this market, you just have to buy the very best because anything less than that, you can get into a lot of trouble. Uh, you, 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 you can get definitely into a lot of trouble. But today I bought, um, I, I bought Chevron. And uh, we bought it. And then let's take a look at the at the at the chart. It'll show you exactly where I did buy it. Uh, and let's. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I did. I put it in. Good. I'm doing. I'm doing the right thing here. Okay. So basically, what happened was with Chevron. Chevron's been moving up from this cup base, and it's been moving up very nicely. And then and then it, it kind of topped out, and then it created this consolidation. And the consolidation, the top of it is 174.76. And the bottom, well, it's just right a little bit below where I bought it. So basically what I was waiting for it to happen was for it to come back down, test, and then hopefully move higher. Now, I do think this, part of the, what I'm doing now when I'm buying long, I'm, no, I'm only buying in the very best areas. This is an oil and gas integrated area, so it's a very good area right now. And I'm trying to buy these just as they're after just after earnings now their earnings now 
contrast this with the earnings on Netflix. Netflix was terrible, but the earnings on Chevron was great. Take a look at this. Here is the earnings for Chevron. The sales went up 70%, and the, but look at this. The profits went up 281%. Don't you think that's a pretty good deal? When you think about it, look at this. It's come up here, and then it's moved up, and then it got a little bit ahead of itself, pulled back, and then you want to buy these on the pullback. So that's kind of where I'm in Chevron. So kind of a kind of an interesting uh, kind of an interesting thing. Just kind of wanted to, to put this forward. What's happening with Chevron right now and why it is a good stock is the earnings came in at 336 a share, and basically that's 70% above where they were expecting. Uh, we're at about 54.37 billion dollars. A lot of lot of lot of lot of uh, increase there. The Permian Basin where they're, they're growing their production. This is in West Texas. Uh, has, has, is, is pushing on a, a record 692 um, barrels of oil. Now, I expect this is where most of the production that, that, that we're going to get uh, in, um, uh, you know, currently is going to come from. It's not going to come from Venezuela. It's not going to come from all these other places. It's going to come from the Permian Basin. And uh, that hopefully is a good thing. Part of the advantage of companies that have a large position in the Permian is that they can drill there because it's not federal land. Federal land, and unfortunately, the Biden administration is trying to subvert uh, the drilling uh, of oil. And it's, it's, it's bad because the American consumers are going to hurt because of it. So without further ado, let's get into some of the questions. Thanks for letting me talk. By the way, I wanted to uh, put up there, we have a new stock market heat map, and I want to show you that. Uh, this is the link to it. Uh, let me see if I can put it up and see if I can see if I can get a uh, uh, see, see if I could see if I can put that up here. Let's see if we can do it. Uh, let's see. Um, Let's see if let's see if I can link to that that great. So what I'm doing is I'm pulling up the heat map to kind of show you where in the market, where in the market the um, you know where where the where the good parts are and <laughs> where the not so good parts are. So here we go. Let's pull this up. There we go. Trying to get it all right. My Chrome is a little slow today. But it's there we go, boy. It's coming in. All right, so there we go. So basically, this is. The, by the way, if you need a link to it, this is the link right on the bottom here. But I want to show you kind of what areas in the market are doing, you know, at are doing well, and uh, that's really uh, that's basically really just. Let's see if we can go over here. The top area right now in the market is. <laughs> okay, come on, let me go over there. Uh, there we go. That's a little slow. Yeah, a little slow. Let's see if I can get more speed on this. All right, go. All right. It's taken a second to, to, to refresh here. So, yeah, there we go. Okay. There we go. All right. So, right now, let's take a look at it. The number one sector in the economy, <laughs> believe it or not, is coal. <laughs> Is coal? Can you believe it? that's how that's how weird a market this is? Commodities are leading, so we've got chemicals, agricultural, oil and gas, oil and gas drilling, international E and P, in, uh, um, Canadian E and P, integrated. This is where this is right here. This is where um, this is this is where ExxonMobil is, of course, but it's also where Chevron is, and I think Chevron probably is the better bet. In this, so if you're going to go long, you want to be still in these oil and gas areas, because that's where the strength is in the market. The 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 um, there is some some strength in the medical wholesalers and suppliers. This is like McKesson, but most of the most of the place you want to be, if you want to be long anything, you want to be long in the oil. So I just wanted to point point out that to everyone. By the way, if you're interested in the heat map, this this. To, to see this exact, the, to, to be able to, to link directly to this, just go to HTTPS colon slash slash bit.ly slash DTF0127. Now, 
if you're watching on TikTok, you can get a, you can get a hold of this just by going to my uh, profile, clicking on the link, and then there's a button that you can push where you can see that. So that's a good thing. So now I'm going <laughs> to, without further ado, going to give uh, everyone a chance here. Um, wow, that's interesting, Paulie, that you've done as well as you, as as uh, as you have on that uh, on, on on that one. That that looks fabulous. Um, let's let's take a look at VLO. Let's let's take let's take a look at it. Up. Coming up. All right. Valero. Um, Valero. Fantastic. Fantastic, Paul. Well, you know, Valero is definitely, you know, you're you're looking in the right place. You're definitely looking in the right place here. This is, you know, oil and gas refiners. This is based in San Antonio. Very familiar with the company. Great company. Look at those numbers. They just came through earnings. Very nicely up. 85% in terms of their sales. And up to 41. Wow, you've done very, very well. The last buy point on this, of course, you know, if we have if we had complete x-ray vision, we would have been buying this back in <laughs> we would have been buying this um, back at the beginning of the year, but you've done fabulously on this. And this is very nice. I think that we're probably gonna see it just march right up the um the 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 21-day line. So I would set my stop loss basically at that 21-day line. Uh, if I was a holder of this right now, uh, because I think that as long as it stays above that 21-day line, which uh, which currently is 105.65, then I think that's where you could put your stop loss. But right now, 116.40. Would I buy it at this level? Well, I probably would wait for another pullback. We did have a very nice pullback uh, basically about a little bit more than a week ago. That was the place, obviously, to buy it is when it pulled back to that 21-day line. So if you're not already in the stock, you might want to consider waiting for a pullback. And I think it probably will pull back eventually to the 21-day line. But right now, if you're in it, um, stay in it, obviously. Keep pushing that stop loss up. But if you're not in it yet, you want to basically move to um, – You basically, if you're not in it yet, you basically want to wait for a pullback possibly to that 21-day line. So that is looking very good. You should be very, very, um, <laughs> you've done, done very, very well. <laughs> um, did you pull the trigger uh, on VTNR from yesterday? I don't, know if I don't think I did. Let me just take a look. VTNR. Vertex Energy? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I was in this. No, I did not. But you're definitely looking in the right place. Where you want to obviously buy it is as close to that 21-day line as you can. That's the key. Uh, but I know I did not. But it, but it's looking good. It's a fairly low-priced stock, $10. Uh, so, indeed, that's looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's looking very good, actually. Um but uh, no, I did. I did not pull the pull the trigger on that one. Um, I did not pull the trigger on that one. So I did. I, I kind of wimped out. Went with went with Chevron. <laughs> that's where I. That's where I went. Okay. Uh, let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you so very much. Oh, somebody was asking about Tesla. You know, Tesla is probably not going to be uh, as good a stock right now. I mean. Here's the thing, and this is really this is really tough. This is why I want to talk about the Fang stocks today, and why you know they're off so much. What worked in the past isn't necessarily going to be working right now, and I think the true, same thing is true with Tesla. Um, Tesla is a great stock; it is a great company, but I just don't think it's a good time to own it. And the part of the reason is is that we have this this thing called um, uh, called earnings compression. Well, and what I mean by that is that um, even though it's doing very well, it has a tremendous book, it's printing money, and it's starting to move up, it still is flirting. It really needs to be moving above that $10,000 line. I mean, above the $1,000 line. That's up a lot today. It's up, well, not, it was up about 3%. About 3, uh, 3%. This is a very volatile stock. So um, it's a tough one basically to call. But I would not be 
rushing out to buy this right now because we're in a we're in a declining market. What we need to do, I believe, is wait for a follow through day, and we will get a follow through day. We definitely will get a follow through day. Um, and what that is is that's that's uh, it's up on uh, it's up four days in a row on every major index. We're not there yet. When we get a follow through day, that will tell us to come back in the market. But right now, the market is in correction, so it's very likely that we're going to move lower from here. Now, that's not to say that everyone's going to bail on Tesla because it has some mighty good numbers. But right now, the general sentiment in the market is people want safety. And right now, the P.E. ratio on Tesla is good a company as it is. And, and I think it's fabulous. It's a 96. Okay. So what people are doing, at least some of the big money is doing, is they're going they're saying, well, I know that you know, I'm not going to be getting as good a company as Tesla, but I want some safety. So they're going to companies like XOM, ExxonMobil, which basically have been around for 120 years. And they're looking and they're going, wow, well, you know, that has a 13 PE. Now, normally I'm normally I'm not so hyped on these PE ratios. I'm just not. But look at look at look at ExxonMobil. People are saying, well, I'm going to take my profits uh, if I have them. <laughs> And I'm going to come into stocks like this, like ExxonMobil. Why? Because, look, oil and gas integrated, 7 out of 197. That's pretty darn good. And so this is where the money is flowing. Many of these mutual funds, they have to be invested. So what they're doing is they're selling, typically, the tech companies, like the NVIDIAs in the world, that are great companies. And they're going, they're saying, you know what? I want a sure deal. I want to, in a down market, I've got to be invested. So instead of going to cash, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy these companies like ExxonMobil that they pretty much pretty sure with with this kind of with this kind of a PE ratio that they're going to get paid. So, so that's what they're doing. If you look at ExxonMobil right now, Exxon, and I never thought I would say this, has a return on equity of 14 percent. That's darn good. So what a lot of people are doing is that they're they're taking their profits in. Um, they're, they're taking their profits in some of the tech companies if they have them or Tesla, and they're selling them. So that's the reason why I think you have to be a little bit careful with, um, you know, I think you have to be a little bit careful with, with Tesla. Um, will Tesla and Apple be stronger stocks? You know what? I don't think so. Uh, you know, and maybe Berkshire is buying more um, more Apple, but you know what? I just, I don't think it's a good reason, a, a good enough reason to buy. So my thing is, no. Um, as a matter of fact, I was considering shorting Apple on Friday. I didn't do it, uh, but I want to show you this. And part of the reason, again, it's this, it's this whole thing of earnings compression where, you know, many of the leaders like Apple, which is a great company and prints money, uh, it has not been able to, uh, you know, it, it's got a very high multiple now. And so right now <laughs> it's looking you know, much more difficult. So if you look over here at the the price to earnings ratio, and I normally don't don't talk about this. Look at this was this has a 26 price to earnings ratio. And this is Apple. This is the best company. And you notice it it went all the way down to that um, 50 day uh, 200 day moving average. And then it did get some support there. It did get some support. But but right now, we're in this range. We're in this consolidation range from about here up to here, and it's looking like it's moving lower. Now, will it will it move lower? I think it will. I think it's very likely to move down to about 150 before it it moves higher. So I probably will not be a buyer of Apple. Now, I'm not going to short Apple either, but uh, at least right now, I, I was I, I was thinking about shorting it on Friday as it moved up. I, I, I was th I was thinking about shorting it just really for a really really short term trade, shorting it as it moved up to the 50 day line. And of course, it did. It moved up to the 50 day line, and then wham, it went all the way down. So uh, I probably won't short it right now just because it is not quite. Uh, it's not in the right position. But this is what's happening. All the stocks that you thought that were the great stocks, and they still are, they're all getting sold by because of this compression in earnings. People, the, the market is seeking strong earnings with more certainty. And that's one of the reasons why some of these big integrated oil companies are doing so well right now. 
so it's really tough. Uh, any thoughts about PAG? Let's take a look at PAG. This is for, uh, uh, okay, let's, uh, PAG, all right, fantastic, and, hopefully, yeah, there we go, Penske Automotive, good company, uh, a lot of auto dealerships, the biggest issue that I see with auto dealerships are parts, um, I think that they're going to have trouble with parts, now here's the thing, I probably would not be a buyer of this, primarily because of where it is, the retail sector is getting hurt, why? Because of inflation. People just don't have the money. Now, uh, I'm not saying that, that um, so even though this is a good stock, but what eliminates it for me is it's in the wholesale automotive area. This is not doing well. The, the market is not investing in this area. 125 out of 197. So for right now, at least, and, and, and this, it, it, this, always, this changes a lot. Um, it's just, it's not being invested as well. It, it does have a very strong relative strength at 91, uh, but right now we're in a downward trend in the market. So in a downward trend in the market, I typically stay out of stocks like this just because they can they can pull back on you hard. That's not to say it's not a good company. It is. I mean, look at their, look at their numbers. Their sales were up and their profits were up, which is also a very good thing. But in a market that's overall, that's, that's trending lower, we're looking at absolute return. Now, one of the good things about this stock, though, and this is this is really this is very 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 good. It has a really really good PE ratio of six. So um, I don't know. I'm a little bit. I'm I'm a little bit. Um, I, you you definitely you definitely could buy this. I probably would not be a buyer of this, but it has strong cash flow and it does have an excellent PE ratio. So uh, it's just not in a group that I particularly like, mainly because it's uh, lower on the thing. But it's a good stock. You could buy it here. You could buy it here. I probably will not be a buyer here, but. Interesting, uh, interesting stock. Penske, it's a good name, and it's uh, it's looking pretty strong. Uh, it, it's it's looking pretty strong uh, with with this action today, and it did did come down, got support at the 200-day line, and is moving higher. So that indeed is a very very good thing. All right, uh, let's take a look at okay. Any with interest rates growing, are upstart and firm dead stocks probably, <laughs> unfortunately. Probably let's look at let's look at it. most of the most of the um, most of the tech stocks are just not going to do well in a high interest rate environment. Uh, unfortunately, they just aren't, and you know, and that's just a fact. I mean, growth stocks typically don't do as well when interest rates are higher. So, um, you know, the stocks that do well are the stocks like the you know the Exxon Mobiles of the world that you know basically everybody's going to have to buy gas and that kind of very boring stuff. Um, no, the, the problem with this one, let me just show you this chart. This is pro- I, would, I wouldn't buy this, obviously, because we've got what they call the death cross here. This is the first thing you look for. And by the way, you don't have to necessarily use the software that I'm using. You can do this on a lot of other software, too. But take a look at the 50-day line relative to the 200-day line. If you'll notice, the, the 50-day line has, di- has gone below, moved below that 200-day line. So that says weakness. And it's indeed that's the case because it's trading below that 200-day line. You typically don't want to buy a stock long. You typically don't want to buy a stock long if it's below that 200-day line. So I just couldn't, you know, obviously recommend it. Is it dead forever? Well, you know, nothing's necessarily dead forever. But, you know, it's it's if we look at this consumer finance loans, 190, uh, one, 119 out of 197, that's not a good look, unfortunately. And I think that's bear out, that bears out um, – you know, with with a lot of the industry and sector that it's in, uh, it's just, you know, it's just not doing as well as other sectors. So I'd be I'd be careful. Remember, the market in general, the market in general is in a downward trend. Okay, so it's never it's when when markets are in a downward trend, you typically don't want to buy that much long. You want to be mostly in cash. I mean, that's just a fact. Um, when the market is in a downward trend, and and this is this is kind of tough because, you know, you're sitting there, you're going, God, I got all this cash, I want to, I want to invest it, but it's really not a good idea. More than uh, I'm more than ninety percent in cash currently. I have very very few, very very thing, few things that, uh, that that I'm in. So I'm just basically trying to look to go long in that in that kind of thing. So it's it's tough market. Um, let's look at a line. This is the, the retainer people, I guess. 
ALGN. And I don't know much about the company, but, um, you know, in a better market, this probably would do better. Um, you know, it does look like it's probably going to go lower, a lot lower. This might be potentially a short. It's, it's got a relative strength of 10. The only thing I don't like with stocks like this, shorting them, is that this is a relatively small stock. And one of the things is when you're shorting, you can have these 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 um, relief rallies that are just tremendous, and they can wipe you out. So that's one of the things I, I'm, I'm very careful about. You don't want a stock that can be taken over. You don't want to short a stock that can be taken over. You, you basically want something that's bigger. Um, so I would look at this for a short, but it's just too small. So I would probably pass on this one. There's other better candidates uh, to short than this one, I believe. Uh, even though, you know, it's way up here. Look at this, 308. And, uh, you know, it was up here. So it's lost about 50% of its value. Now, the question is, can it lose uh, Can it lose more? You bet you, it absolutely can. Uh, this could, you know, this could easily come down to, you know, this could be a $10 stock. <laughs> this could be easily a $10 stock. And at least in the short term, we're looking at the multi-chart here. This one, you know, it's been, you know, it's been, it, it, it could easily, easily, easily be a $10 stock. It could easily move down to here. <laughs> So when they start to go bad, they go really bad. So I don't think there's any resistance. I don't think there's a lot of resistance for this. So I, I think that, you know, if you're down 7% on this one, I would just sell it because it looks like we do have a little bit of a resistance at two at, uh, at 300. If this thing falls below 300, which, you know, possibly could happen. I mean, look at this relative strength. This is 10. Not very good. Um, this could go a lot. This is good. I mean, this could be a $10 stock, literally. I mean, it, this literally could be a $10 stock. So I'd be a little bit careful about this one. And I would stick. I, I probably would not. Uh, I'm probably not being on this one. <laughs> if it was down more than 7%, I would be out. Uh, let's look at LNG. And that's, of course. Um, let's see if I can go back to LNG here. It takes a second for it to come up. Yeah, LNG. And this is Chenier. Great stock. I, I did sell this one. Uh, I'm kind of looking to possibly get back into it. I do think that the, that uh, this stock has some tremendous uh, cap tremendous um, tremendous upside. I really do. Uh, it, and the thing about Chenier, I like this I like this action. It's come down to the uh, uh, it's it's come down to the um, um, the 50-day line, it's gotten support. That's about 132, so 136. So potentially, this is starting to reverse. It hasn't reversed yet. Let me just uh, let me just click on the uh, reactivate the the reversal line. This is the reversal line on it. I don't know if you can see it here. Uh, it's it's the it's the re it's the reversal line on it, um, and it does look like it is starting to reverse. Good, good stock, um, and 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 it really this this might not be a bad place to buy it. Um, I I was out. Basically, what happened was uh, I don't think I have the notations. Let me see, see if oh that's right because I because I turned them off. Let's let's turn those let's turn those notations back on here. A second, but I will turn them back on. Hopefully, well. I guess I thought I had no. I thought I had notations on them. Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, there we go. Um, I I uh, I as you can see, I've been I bought it on the way up, and then I then I sold out of. I was waiting for this reversal, uh, and so I'm now getting ready. Uh, I stopped out at um, at 130. It's at 136. So we're starting to make that reversal. So I may be back in this one. I do like this. Uh, I, I I I do I do like this stock a lot. I think we're going to get some support here. Uh, again, I was stopped out. I, I started buying at the at the first juncture I could about one thirteen, moved up here, and then I got stopped out. Didn't make all the money on this one, but I did pretty well on this one. This one I think you can potentially go long on. Uh, it's it's not in a bad area. So good good stock here, and uh, something definitely worth worth looking at. All right, uh, EPD isn't isn't this a forty dollars stock? Uh, maybe did we have a split? Let's take a look at EPD. 
see kind of what's going on with that. All right, so let's look. So $26. We know what? <laughs> this was, and this 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 was all the way up here. It did get as high as 27. Enterprise Products Partner. Hmm. No, I don't think this is been. Let's look at let's go back in history here to take a look. Yeah, I mean it has been a $40 stock, but that was that was back in 2012. Um yeah, it's 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 it was it was a it was a forty dollars stock back in two thousand and twelve, but it hasn't yet gone to that gone to that level. It's not a bad company, uh, not a bad company, but uh, basically it was two thousand. It was back in uh, two thousand and twelve. It was so kind of interesting. Uh, I know it's not the style to talk uh, here, but uh, it's on VTI. Um, well, let's. T oh, thank you for watching me. I really appreciate it uh, on VTI. And bonds, BND. Well, you know, I don't think bonds are a good investment right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they are. I think you're better off right now. Um, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people are going to believe me. I think you're better off in cash. Wait for the markets to turn, and then possibly index funds. Because I don't think the Vanguard total bond market. You know, I just I don't see this one. Um, I'm not a big fan of bonds right now. Um, you know. I'm just, I'm just not about big fan bonds. As you can see, based on the weekly chart, let's go to the monthly chart. This thing basically has lost. If you bought this back in 2019, you would have lost quite a bit of money. You, you, would, you would have lost money. So I don't think this is, I don't think this is really good. I think that, you know, this is, uh, we're looking here at B and D here. Um, I think you're better off in cash, to be honest with you. Better off in cash. Or possibly, uh, you know, right now you're better off in cash. And I know that's terrible to say because everybody says, you know, we're, we have all this inflation. I agree. We have all this inflation. But, you know, we we do have a lot of inflation. But now is the time to be building the watch list, getting ready to, um, you know, to do something else. But right now, the be one of the best places in the market, I think this is a better area of the market, quite frankly, than... Um, then some of the bond funds are the REITs, and I have REITs. I I, I have REITs right now. I think that uh, there's one called Rexar that I want to show to you that I own R E X R. That is a REIT of industrial real estate. <laughs> I want to show you the chart on it. This is going way back here. This is going back basically to when it started in 2013. But look at this thing. It's just gone straight up. That's not bad. Even 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 through the dot coms and all that, uh, even through all the things, look at it. Look at it currently. It's doing very very well. It's doing doing very very well. So instead of doing a bond fund, this is something that you want to look at. Potentially our REITs, and I probably will do a show on REITs because I think that uh, that you know that can be a very good thing to look at. All right, last question, and this is on Roku. Is Roku shortable? Good question. Um, you know, Roku came to came to prominence because it was the primary way initially that um, that that Netflix was was uh, able to distribute itself. I don't think it's so good anymore, and I agree with you. It might be shortable. Let's take a look. One of the things about this is this is a very high PE ratio. Okay, I'm liking that for shortability because 96. That's tough. That's very high. Also, we're starting to lose money. I, you know, for short, that's not bad. Look at that. Uh, the the sales went up twenty eight percent, but you know, looks like everything else is going down. The funds forty nine percent of the people in this are funds, so the question is, they're going to be looking for probably an exit. Now they do have a twelve percent return, which is pretty good. So here's the the strategy on this one is probably we want to see who owns this thing. So we can see what kind of funds they are. Now, why is that important? Well, it depends on it. It depends um, on what kind of funds are in something. So let's take a look. They're all growth funds. Look at that. They're all growth funds in this one. Technology or growth. Right now, technology and growth funds, they're trying to reduce their position. So this 
might be pretty good in terms of something that uh, would be shortable because we want, remember, we want something that, you know, the funds are going to have to get out of. So, you know, how, how to do that? Well, typically the way you do that is you hype people and then, um, and then you, you leave them at the altar. That's usually how it's done. Let's look at the technicals to see if there's, if, if we can look to see if there's a place to short. And I'm going to go over here to the daily. Okay, let's go to the daily. Here is the daily chart. And let's see how far away from that 21-day line we are. All right, let's take a look. And hopefully we'll get us it will it will come up here in just a second. No. It's not showing the moving average. Not showing oh. It's it's not it's not showing okay because we because we, we for some reason we're not picking up the daily we should be taking up the daily there we go so the twenty one day line we're basically two point eight four percent below that so actually if it if we get another day if it, if it moves up another day that might be a good place to short here's the thing here's kind of what's going on there um, we've got this downward trend. Okay, and we've pulled all the way up here. So the question is, where, where could we, where could we short? Well, it looks as if. Let's see if we can track that price. If it'll tell us. Um. So at about one o three. Okay. Well, hmm. Let's see if I can. Well, it's not letting me. <laughs> it's not letting me close this. Oh, well, so yeah, I do think it's possibly shortable. Absolutely, Maria, I do think it's possibly short. Let me put together something on that, of course. And, uh, you know, I'm probably getting it out to, to everybody. I don't know if anything's going to come out tonight, but if you're not already on the Action Trade Alert, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. Thanks, everybody, for taking a look at the show. I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Um, and, uh, you know, till then, happy trading. Now, right now in this market, be very, very careful. Good time to be in cash, and it's uh, it's also you know we want to be doing various things because you know right now the market is in a is is in a is is in a uh, is in a downward trend. So remember, if you've got profits out there, take your profits, go to cash if possible, build that watch list, and get ready to short. And so looking for things that are shortable, that is a very good idea in this particular market. So I'll be back tomorrow at five o'clock Central Time. And uh, hope everyone's doing good. Uh, happy trading and uh, see you soon.